Hello, my name is Aniola, and I am the creator of Anything I Want. Welcome to my podcast, Soul Family. Every week, I will interview someone on their journey with life, self-acceptance, spiritual awakening, and more. This is a series dedicated to opening dialogue between our collective soul family. It is meant to welcome people from all religions, walks of life, and perspectives to talk about how they find healing. Some people use the term soul family to refer to the individuals they feel a closeness to in their immediate lives. However, to me, we are all connected. We are all each other's family, no matter how many things point towards the opposite. Each episode is recorded on Instagram on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. I go live with whoever it is that I'm talking with and so that you guys can come through and ask any questions as we have our conversation and so you can really get a chance to interact with the podcast recording process. So if you're interested in that, just keep an eye on my Instagram account to know what we will be talking about every Saturday and come in with any questions you have. So for this week's podcast, I sit down with the amazing Gayatri, Goddess Gaia on Instagram. I will link all of her information below in the show notes. Our conversation was so interesting. I had such a great time talking with her. We dive into so many things related to how to become balanced in our lives, how to connect more with ourselves, our path with connecting with source, religion, spirituality, and we also kind of get into psychedelics and drugs and substances and the way that we navigate that in our own unique personal journeys. So it's going to be a really fun conversation and I really hope you enjoy everything that we dive into in today's Soul Family episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. And thank you, everyone who's here. Hello, Amanda. That was my first interview uh, for Soul Family. So thank you for joining us. I'm so grateful for your support and for everyone else who's here. And I'm really excited for our conversation today. So (laughs) I want to introduce you guys to the amazing Gayatri. And Gayatri is going to give us a little bit about her and what she does. And uh, so I'm just going to give you the floor. So please. Hello. So um, I've been making content on Instagram for about like two years now. I started writing now. I started writing like I started writing much longer captions and like just trying to put value into um, giving advice and spirituality to people about what has worked for me and what I'm learning um, and evolves throughout my journey. I also started like a blog a while back, but. giving advice and spirituality to people about what has worked for me and what I'm learning um, and evolves throughout my journey. I also started like a blog a while back, but then I thought um, making it like more YouTube video might be better. So I have a YouTube video channel, YouTube channel now, and I love sharing on that. Um, And yeah, that's mainly what I do. Um, I love Buddhism and yoga and those are the philosophies that I integrate most but I also 
try to dip my toes in a lot of different things. So like, I would say I'm more like interfaith rather than like just one thing or maybe just like no title at all. So yeah, I, I don't think like titles really help in any way. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I also, I grew up um, Christian, but even throughout all of that, I ha- always had this feeling that there must be more. And I feel like this religion doesn't cover it all. So I started to really explore and I started to learn all these different philosophies. And funny mm-hmm. enough for me on my journey, um, so I, I went to school for global liberal studies. And in that major, we learn a lot about different cultures, different philosophies and different ways of thinking. And yeah. I started to realize that all of the stories have the same underlining similarity and I found it interesting that I think someone's saying they love your YouTube channel um I found it interesting (laughs) that what happened for me at the time was at first I was like I'm really upset and I felt betrayed and I was just like every story is saying the same thing so that means everything is fake that was what my mind somehow came to the conclusion to wow yeah I think it was like egoic defense I was just really upset And so for the longest time, I really kind of felt isolated from spirituality, religion, and anything like that. But then Mm -hmm. after a while, when I really started to step into the path more and the universe started to put all these books in my face and I started to realize all of these things, I went back to that first moment and I was just like, that's so funny that I chose to be like, they're all the same, so therefore they're false, even though the truth is they're all the same, therefore they're all equally true yeah that's amazing yeah that's exactly (laughs) like what the merging of the polarities is about yeah yeah, I 100% agree and I know what you mean um but do you mind if I ask like what about it seemed fake to you like how so so I think when I first came to the conclusion I was really struggling with depression and making sense of my place in the world. So I was just like, I've been praying and praying to God that is in Christianity. And I just never felt like I got any type of deliverance. Right. And so that was really frustrating to me because then when I went to all these classes and were learning all these books like Gilgamesh and um, like the, the Quran and just, and uh, like the, the the gitas and all of those things i was just like these stories are kind of saying the same thing and to me i don't know how my mind came to this conclusion but it was just kind of like so that means that they're all man-made and everything is just a fake story and it's not founded on any type of reality because at that point in my life i was very detached from the spiritual side of my religion i was just like this just feels like a lot of dogma and i'm not feeling it in my soul so i was just like since i don't feel it in my soul then all of these things must just be man-made stories that have no foundation so that hurt me my mind and my ego just couldn't wrap itself around that so the defense mechanism that my ego chose because it wasn't ready to lose itself in spirituality was that it was just going to lose itself in the world. And like, I started to smoke a lot of weed and like, I would just go out with my friends and party. And then that just really detached me from my spiritual self, which I think was an integral part of my eventual returning back home. But Mm -hmm. still, um, I don't know, that was just a part of my story that I guess I needed to have that moment of disconnection yeah. before I could really understand the value of reconnecting again. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And honestly, um, I mentioned this like briefly in one of my videos, but there's a, even with like spirituality, I think we swing from like, wow, the world is amazing. Everything's spiritual. I can manifest whatever I want. And then 
we like go all the way to the outside like oh my god i'm stuck here like how do i escape like nothing's working nothing i want to create is happening so like it's like going back and forth but mm-hmm. definitely the important part about those two polarities is being aware that like okay i'm on this side i know i'm going to go back and like okay i'm here so don't take it um for granted like i'll return back so it's just constant yeah 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 <laughs> And the thing about merging polarities, I feel like, you know, you posted a video a couple of days ago that really, I really, I, I mentioned, I commented yeah. on it and then I referenced it in the video that I made the following day. And it was basically about that whole thing with sometimes we go through hard times and especially as people who are spiritual bloggers and who are really focused on letting people know that there's a sense of peace that you have access to at all times. As people who come from that realm of thinking, at first, sometimes you might feel trapped in the idea of I must be a beacon of light for people at all times. And I must maintain a sense of positivity because this is what spirituality is supposed to be. And then after a while, you step back and you realize, wait, it's that trap that people talk about where you get caught in the trap of the ego where the ego is like okay so this this person is starting to realize that i exist so since i can't fight the fact that they're going down the spiritual path maybe if i come back in in disguise (laughs) you know oh god the ego has so many tricks like like yeah there are tricks that you don't even know are tricks Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> no, it, but that's like literally it. It's like maybe if I come back in disguise wearing a spiritual cloak. Yeah. And then I'm just like, okay, now we have to be happy all the time and no one can ever see our weaknesses. And then you're like, and then after a while, the spirit comes back and it's like, wait, this is not what spirituality is about. You're allowed to have bad days. You're, In fact, you're supposed to have bad days. That is what life yeah. is here to teach you. And then I really like the whole idea of bringing that vulnerability out into the world and letting people know, hey, I love life. I love the universe, unconditionally so. But that being said, it does not mean that I don't have bad days. It does not mean that I have, that I don't have days where I feel a little bit weird, a little bit off. However, the thing about merging polarities is Mm -hmm. I recognize that the bad days do not mean that the universe has forsaken me or that I am in one way or another being punished. Yeah. whatever you want to add to that for sure yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was actually thinking that um being on social media like creating content like for your show podcasts and for my youtube channel for our instagrams um like we both started off in more of a fashion way because we found beauty in like expressing ourselves and like orienting our image and then but being on these platforms we get stuck in like oh my gosh like people don't see me as this person who has a million um followers or like mm. who gets 10,000 likes and then you start thinking like wait like I'm not worthy of the attention and what's wrong and then it's like the ego gets involved but during that video that I had posted where I was pretty low and I was expressing that like this is important too and I don't identify with the low just yeah. like I don't identify with the high I realized like I had been taking like a bit of a break from social media, but every time I go away, I remember that there's two different poles. Like our work on these platforms is definitely a contradiction because these platforms are made for people to get stuck in their ego and like go in circles and like feel bad about themselves. And that's what actually 
helps them do better like helps them helps people post more or like comment more i don't know like just be on these platforms more mm-hmm. um i also work in like ux so i understand more of like the trickery that goes behind like oh yeah. let's make buttons more beautiful so people stay longer or let's make it infinite scroll so people never feel like leaving like, cuz mm-hmm. if it were pages people will be like oh i'll just go two more pages and i'll leave but then yeah. infinite scroll is like oh my god like there's all these things i'm missing out on but um yeah i do think that i i'm not as i you you can attest to how you feel being on these platforms but i'm actually quite like fulfilled that the work i'm doing is counteracting what the platform is meant to do for these people for people in general including myself i'm caught in it too but expressing um spirituality and expressing that we can use even the shallow things in our life to evolve past it and not just stay evolved past and like dissociate from life completely but remember that like there is that and there's also this world so like both are important and mm-hmm. not just getting rid of social media is not going to be like the most fulfilling thing and not just like dissociating from life and like completely throwing away all of you know civilization i'm sometimes i dream about that sometimes i'm like i really wish i could run away <laughs> to a forest you know i'm yeah. sure you feel that way yeah like live in a tiny hut i don't really need that much to be happy and like Dang. be alive um but i do think that I can feel those moments when I meditate or when I go in the forest and I can also live fully in this world the world that like the digital age has created like I I do think there's a reasons for us being born during this time it's not like I don't think it was the well personally I don't believe that it was about renouncing these things that's what I mean like I'm I feel fulfilled merging the, the opposites I agree yeah. with you I agree with you something I always talk to people about is how sometimes i feel like in spirituality people kind of want to isolate themselves from the world and just go run away in the forest and yeah. be completely alone but that is not what spiritually awakening is about it's about bringing your awareness into the life you've been given and walking through the life you've been given right. with gratitude and awareness you know and right. so it's like i don't even though i love nature i know that my life's calling is not to pick up my bags and sell everything and then run out into the wilderness because if i do that once again you are serving the ego the ego is the one who That's thinks so it's true. separate yeah. you know the ego thinks it's separate the ego thinks that it cannot flourish around other people because like once some people are like oh i'm spiritual now i can't be around other people and like sometimes you get into that mental trap of oh i'm spiritual now i can't be around people who aren't spiritual like me because they don't understand how i see the world and they don't get me right. and it's like that is not the way the life is supposed to be right. in order like when you walk through life with awareness you are supposed to and you will be able to cultivate a love for everyone whether or not they are at that same level of awareness should not be an issue and if anything like you awakening to your purpose is going to inspire other people to do the same because as they find you kind of walking with a lightness and airiness and like this person seems to just be kind of chilling and like and people who get to know you they're like oh i know that this this and this is happening in this person's life but for some reason they still have this unwavering faith 
that is the inspiring part of you being given this opportunity to realize mm-hmm. your fullest potential, you know? And it's like, so I, I know exactly, like, I've also had those moments too, where I was just like, maybe life would be easier if I just like dropped everything. <laughs> I know, like run away to like a hippie commune or something. Yeah. Like, that would be, yeah. that'll be cool. I mean, I do want to like, at least experience it if I get the opportunity, but I don't think I would be able to live there forever. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't, like also sometimes you also bump into stories or um, I bump into stories or like, you know, just people talking about spirituality, but you can see that there's still so much ego there, if not even yeah. more than there was before, because ego is, it's a master deceiver, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a master deceiver and people <laughs> <laughs> think that. Yeah. It's called spiritual materialism. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. it's like, that being said, you're not, when you walk into the world and you're with awareness, you're not supposed to be like, oh, now that I'm spiritual, I can never have nice things again. I'm not allowed to eat delicious food. I'm not allowed to dress nice. I'm not allowed to do these, this, and this, this, yeah. and that. And that I have to lose my personality completely. And sometimes there's a level of enlightenment where that happens. But until that happens in your like story, in your spiritual growth story, me choosing to dress up doesn't make me any less spiritual and I'm not going to denounce my desire to wake up in the morning and wear what makes me feel good because that is what life's about it's about aligning with your truth and finding out what speaks to your soul and if what speaks to my soul is that I dress in a nice skirt and put on like gems on my face that (laughs) I'm gonna do it you know Mm -hmm. and if that if that doesn't speak to your soul then please do not do it like right. the reason why we're in this life is for the universe to live its like realize itself through us. And so that means that automatically there will be different versions of the universe realizing itself, you know? For sure. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so I have um like a much more something that I've been thinking about and maybe some a question that I might have for you. Um so I've been vegan, like, I, I keep trying to go back to it. Mm-hmm. And like, finally, I'm like, you know what, just, I just got to do it. Like, I got to do it. And um, two or three weeks ago, I started it. And like, I'm being pretty consistent. Um, but like, I still I like judge myself if I like eat muffin with like a little bit of egg in it. Like, I'm like, uh, you know, so mm-hmm. there's that thing with like, being vegan is more spiritual it's like obviously it's better for the consciousness of animals and um like the consciousness of mother earth as in like if you live more of a no waste lifestyle things like that and there's like the divine feminine side of that which is um i'm contributing to a better uh like more happier and less suffering for mother's creations as well as like I feel happy that I'm not contributing to this waste and all this because I I'm more vegan for like the environmental reason there's like Mm -hmm. a few reasons but before I try to approach it in like a religious way and I'm like you know what like how come people that eat meat can't be religious or how come people this and that blah 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 like if you drink alcohol you you can't be spiritual and 
like some faiths they are very strict on that and i'm sure they have their own reasons like with alcohol people like lose their mind and they don't really i mean there's reasons right mm-hmm. so like sometimes i wonder if if there are steps to like get there and there was this one movie that i saw um it's called a peaceful warrior it's based on like buddhist um philosophies and training um this old have you seen it no but i'll definitely oh, it's, it's a list. wonderful movie yeah you you'd love it um so this old mechanic man teaches um an athlete that he just randomly meets he coaches him on um pe- practicing mental awareness to improve his craft i think he's a he's a gymnast mm-hmm. um but throughout the movie he says like okay you can't have me anymore you can't um hook up with girls like every night like you can't hook up at all you can't have any alcohol at all and you're going to like meditate with me every day and you're going to like ponder life's questions and at the end of the movie like even though he doesn't win um the trophy i think he gets like second place but that was i love that part of it as well but um there was one part like at the very end where they go to a bar and um he sees his like like guru i guess like drinking alcohol and he's like wait why are you doing that you've been always telling me that i'm not supposed to be doing this so <laughs> and he's like well if i were to do it then i would be calling myself way too spiritual and i'm like not worthy i'm better than these people who drink alcohol right so why not once in a while you got to go the other way so i was like that's crazy because like if you identify way too much with one philosophy or like way of living that that becomes materialism too and materialism is your ego being proud of being this one way um yeah so that's something that i'm working on with like being vegan like i'm not better than other people just because i choose not to um consume animal products but my question for you was do you think when so so a lot of spirituality is about like unconditional love right but there's like a much darker side to this world so there's a yin yang right mm-hmm. and like the yin is all love and it's all like positivity but there's the yang side and sometimes i feel like i'm kind of scared to approach it that way but maybe people find god and they find spirituality through the yang side as well like they go so deep into fear and sometimes they're like unconditionally fearing things and this is a question i'm asking i wonder like what what's your opinion on that uh yeah so i don't know how your spiritual story kind of went down but my spiritual awakening um was facilitated by having a dark night of the soul as some people call it so i right. had to go really deep into the darkest parts of myself and like i was so 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 depressed but i'd gone past the level of depression where i wanted to end things but i was also at the level where if if things wanted to end i was like let it be but it wasn't in the level of acceptance right. but in the level of i'm so tired like please like if you would please just take away this existence was how i was feeling yeah. and so in that yeah. retrospect and i feel like a lot of other people i've heard the similar story where sometimes in certain certain awakening stories you need to go through that dark night of the soul in order to come into the light because then the light is able to pierce in and that is where 
usually when you're in your deepest part is when you really mm. call out like you know there's this part in the bible and like that says basically that sometimes you don't know how to pray but don't worry because the spirit in you prays for you at every moment with moans that the mind cannot understand it is constantly praying to mm. god the universe to please come in and help it and so it's like when i was in that deep deepest darkest parts of myself I really just I like the way that I prayed changed it wasn't about mm -hmm. like getting things it was just like I just want to understand like what is the point of this like why am I going through this and yeah. like please enlighten me was kind of like the prayer that I was praying without being aware that that was what I was praying and then when I came out of it I was able to realize that oh I needed to go through that part of my life so that I could understand that I am not my emotions. And also because I went through that and I know what it's like to be there, I can no longer turn to someone who's depressed and tell them that they don't have a right to feel that way because I know what it's like to feel that way. And it helps me, it helps the universe use me as a vehicle for anyone else who's out there right. who went through what I went through and doesn't believe that they can be on the other side, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yin yang represents um, a circle exactly like M Amanda says in the comments. And so right. that's how I feel. And I feel that it is necessary for there to be a yin and a yang in the world. I do not think that this world would be better if everything was good, because that is not why this world was created, yeah. you know, and the whole thing is it's like that whole the same situation with uh, extremes, you know, there could be extreme yin and extreme yang but if there's too much of one thing you stop feeling yeah. yeah but like even if like if the world if you were like why can't the world be just good because if the world was just good you would start to hate the world like i like that's yeah. the honest truth you would get bored with it if your life was always good you would get bored with your life. That is why there are people who have literally everything. You see them as this person has everything. They have the looks, they have the money, they have the fame. And yet, how dare they yeah. like, say that they're sad? How dare they say that they're depressed? How dare they say all these things? Because that goes to prove that even when things look good, the mind will find a reason for there to be an opposite effect. So you start to latch right. onto things so that your life has a balance in some weird way. Even if externally right. everything is chilling, internally there will be chaos. And sometimes externally everything is chaotic, but internally there's so much chill. And that is the thing. I feel like as you walk more with spirituality and growing with your spirit and not just your personality, um, and using your spirit as a vehicle to grow your spirit, uh, using your spirit as a vehicle to grow your personality, um, you start to realize that even when my life is falling apart externally, I can be at peace. And even when things in my life are on top of the world, I can still stand in my peace and not allow those things to take over my ego and for me to start to attribute myself to both the good and the bad occurrences externally. Because at mm -hmm. the end of the day, like I, I'm starting, I just started this new online course that I created and I call it Peace in the Storm. And it's basically all about standing still and peaceful as you stand in the eye of the storm, because that is what life's about. There's always going yeah. to be a storm, but you can't just wait for the storm to pass before you feel peaceful. You must learn to cultivate a sense of peace, even when the storm is right here, right now. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, I there's a one of my favorite quotes ever. It's um it's like exactly what you said, but it's like peace is not when um everything is fine, everything is good. Peace is what happens when things are turbulent in your world and that's when it's really there. I, those are the exact words, but yeah. It resonates so deeply with me. Um yeah, and what you're saying also ties into something that um I realized which is like and something that I also got confirmation for in this one book that I it's like my favorite book now and I always talk about it it's psychotherapy east and west um there's like a process of involution and a process of evolution and involution is when we have to involve in our world and basically like forget about god and forget about our god self mm-hmm. um and that's completely necessary and that's the yang part of the balance yeah and evolution of course like we're versed in that and that's like when you awaken you remember god you remember the mm-hmm. love and positivity um but i try to see other people in like i try not to push other people if if they're not at a stage of understanding god or awakening to them like i know that that is still the balance even if they are not meant to awaken now or if they're not meant to awaken in the next 10 years or even this lifetime like that's their journey and i can't yeah. push them to awaken just because i think it has helped me yeah um yeah which i mean it goes back to like we're creating content we're commodifying spirituality but in the end it cannot really work that way because things happen when they happen um mm-hmm. divine timing like that post you recently made right yeah <laughs> yeah divine timing exactly and when i think about exactly what you say about even about commodifying spirituality the reason why right. i feel called to do what i do is because like i just started to reach this this threshold where it really there's just felt like there was no other option like sometimes i'm like think i don't know if yeah. you have these moments where you sit down and you're just like okay like what if i just dropped all of this together all together and i became one of those people who cuz you can be spiritual without it being your entire life right yeah. but for some reason in our stories we felt called for this to become our yeah. our professions and i just kind of would go into my mind and have like this moment of visualization of like how would my life look if i just dropped this and i literally would feel like i have a mental wall where it's like the universe is like don't even think about that because that is <laughs> I not know. it's like that's yeah, not an option not for even... you yeah. you know it's like <laughs> it's literally i feel like there's this thing that's like there's no turning back like this is what i need you to do in this life and if you yeah. are cuz i always pray every day i'm like i surrender myself anything that needs to be done i allow it to be done organically and without me pushing for it to happen and so it's like and if that prayer that i say is true is like the response that i get if that prayer you say is true then stay exactly where you are right now and even if everything isn't happening like you think it's supposed to happen i need you to just trust and stay exactly where you are right now and so mm-hmm. i'm just like you know what i trust it you know and i'm just not going to question it anymore and um actually that reminds me of another story where this person was like if the god that you serve is going to be all providing for you then why do you need me to give you money i don't understand it you know like there was like it's i think it's really? actually somewhere in somewhere in the bible or something like that someone asks one of the d- disciples and like why do you need me to give you money if your god is supposed to be all providing for you huh. and the guy responds I'm not asking you to give me money. God told me to go and ask for 
money and the people that he has opened the heart of to be the deliverance of that will give to me. So if you don't want to, you don't have to, because you're not the vehicle that God has designated for that job, you know? know. And so you don't need to be thinking too much about it. That is why like, like I, we both do so much free content. This is free content because at the end of the day, what brings us both joy, and I feel like I'm speaking with the both of us in this, is just, yeah, sure. it's just that we get to share this idea at all. I don't care if you like want to send me a bunch of money because what brings me the most joy is knowing that I'm in some way benefiting you however I'm meant to in this moment. And I trust that however abundance is supposed to flow into my life, it will organically and at its own time. And so, and another thing I actually wanted to mention, going back to that story of the movie that you said about the guy Mm -hmm. that was at the bar drinking. Yeah. So there's this story um, that basically goes along the line of uh, a master is walking through villages with his disciple. And Mm -hmm. as he's walking through, he sees a huge wedding happening and there's like a huge, like they have so much alcohol, so much wine and all of this. Like he has like three disciples with him and they're, and then he goes up cause he's thirsty. He goes up to the bar, takes a huge container of alcohol that should knock someone out and just downs everything. And, and then like his disciples all whispering amongst each other, like, oh my God, like, how could he do that? Like, I thought he said that we were not supposed to drink, blah, 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 blah. And then they keep walking, walking, walking. And the disciple, the master, knowing that the disciples are thinking this, yeah. he stopped at the next village and he sees a, a smith, uh, you know, working on mm-hmm. a horseshoe or something. He goes to the, the, the bowl of fire that they use for smithing picks it up and drinks everything (laughs) and like and his disciples all look at him like what (laughs) and so basically to answer the question that the reason why I do this and the reason why I'm able to do this is not this and, and the reason why I'm asking you to wait to get back to that is because the level of awareness that you cultivate when you take substances it differs yeah. at the level like based on where you are and so like I don't know I don't drink alcohol anymore personally just because I've never been a fan of alcohol yeah. and I my I feel like whenever I drank the reason why I drank was because I was trying to be a version of myself that I thought would be more palpable to people and that right. would make me more fun but then as I started to step away from that I was just like I just want to be myself no matter what is happening and now I, I just can't be drunk in a social situation because I just and completely myself and like I am who I am and I don't need a like I don't need a drink to bring out the yeah. past myself that I used to use those drinks to bring out of me so mm-hmm. now that I've stepped into my awareness so much I'm just like I am who I am at all times whoever I am is who I'm supposed to be and but that being said I also used to smoke weed a lot because I was also trying to escape myself for those same reasons. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, like I had to completely stop doing both. But I personally like still, I always felt like weed had a different significance than alcohol. And so the way that I see it is like, 
each one can be used in ceremonies for different reasons, right? Like there's, they both have a place in spiritual practice. So I don't think mm -hmm. that they're all bad. It's the way yeah. that they are used that creates the negative effects of them. So I still don't smoke like I used to, but there have been moments in the last couple of months where I've smoked once or twice just because I felt called to it. And each time I would do it because I felt called to it, I would get something out of it. And then as soon as I yeah. get something out of it, I'm just like, okay, that was all I needed. And that was just the like, reason. And then I just put it aside. I'm like, I don't need this anymore until spirit for some reason says that I do. Shrooms. Yes. Someone asked questions about shrooms. Have you done shrooms? I have not. Um, maybe someday in my life ready. Like right now, I'm not neither ready nor like, I, I don't think I need it right now. Yeah. Um, I, I'm like waiting for either shrooms or LSD. Like I'm waiting for a time when I'll get so low that like I'll something like a midlife crisis. Mm. I know people say like, that's a bad time to take it. Cause like you should be like in a positive mental state um, mm -hmm. so that you have a good trip. But if, if I'm going to get a giant revelation, like I want it at a time when I need it most. So mm. yeah. Have okay. you? Yeah, yeah, I have. Actually, my first um, experience with psychedelics was with LSD. And that was interesting, mm -hmm. because that just made me really hyper aware of certain things. I also crossfaded it with weed. So I don't think I got the full I got oh. a different realize like a different trip. Okay. It was very visual. And it was I was in, I was in um, Central Park area. So my trip was really based on how um, I just became really aware of the disparities that existed in the world. And I was a freshman at the time. So I feel like it was my first time really seeing the world fully. Um, but then oh, I, but my experience with like spirituality when it came to taking um, psychedelic drugs was actually with truffles when I went to Amsterdam. And I remember taking, I took it because I thought it was supposed to be like, oh, funky colors and everything is so bright. No one told me that, that shrooms and truffles <laughs> literally trigger your emotions so much like it's yeah. not a psychological drug only it's an emotional drug like if you take shrooms and um truffles be ready for the emotions that are going to pour out of you like it really opens up your feeling center in a really intense way so at the time I was really depressed which basically was like you know you want to be at a point in your life where you want the revelation I was yeah. really depressed and so um I didn't know how to feel comfortable in the world. And honestly, like I just didn't, I felt really weird all the time. And I was just like, this is really just not a life that I wanna live. And I was living in Paris at the time. And I was just like, is this, this is so annoying that I'm living in a city like this. And for some reason I'm still haunted by this cloud of depression and it just won't leave me alone. And when I took shrooms- what do you, Sorry, what do you mean not comfortable in this world? like? Like, it's because I was really depressed. I was just like, I have, okay. it was like at that point where I was like, I have everything that a person should want to have. And oh, I right, still right. Okay. am feeling yeah. this way. Like at the time, like I, I was in a long-term relationship, but that was really hard. But it was like, I had someone that I loved. Mm -hmm. um, I had a really great school, great education, was living in Paris. Like, and so like my awareness was like, what is wrong with me? Why is it that the things I have are not enough to satisfy my soul, yeah. which we know now that things are not, <laughs> no matter how many things the you things have, you, it will never satisfy. Exactly. What your soul is longing for is enlightenment and awareness and connection with the universe. So that being said, I went on and I took the truffles and 
I just remember it, it opened my eyes in a way that I'd never could see the world before. Like I looked at the trees and I realized that there's so much beauty around me. I really felt the spirit of the trees and the clouds and the dirt. And I just wanted to play like a little kid. Like I, my child, my inner child came back that I'd walked away for so long, came back full force. And I was just seeing the world in a new way. I started to feel this insane amount of love. And I was just like, I know that I love my family, but oh my God, do I love my family? Like, do <laughs> I love my friends? And that was a few, those feelings were feelings I could not feel in my depressive haze. I couldn't feel, yeah, it's like you, the spirit comes through. Like, I couldn't feel the fact that I had all this love inside of me. And so mm -hmm. that was like a small dose. And I took a, a stronger dose with my friends a while later. And that just completely just like, threw the, the doors of my spiritual awakening wide open. And I was just like, wow, mm -hmm. there's so much beauty in the world that my depressive haze was not allowing me to see. And so when mm -hmm. I came out of the trip, I was like, okay, I don't think I'm going to be taking it for a while because I recognize that this is a, this is a genuine trip. Like this is a genuine prescription from the yeah. earth. And I was yeah. like, I need to now take the lessons that I got in that trip and start to implement it in my life. And so I started to just kind of remind myself, yeah, we're talking about shrooms. Um, I started <laughs> to just remind myself that this is, this is a beautiful life. And like every time I, my depression would try to come back, I would anchor myself by thinking back to, you felt this way when you were going through that trip, but I yeah. knew inside of me that that trip is not the only way to feel this way. The only way I had access to that emotion is because that emotion exists in me organically. And so I just use that as like a reference to anchor myself. And then my most recent trip, I, I was at a much better place in my life. And I was already like, I was a, that was like, fast forward a year or two years after my last trip, because um, I felt called to it again. In fact, that day, I was going to do LSD with my friends. And my intuition Literally the day before I was supposed to do it, I woke up and the first sentence that went through my mind was do not trip on acid. And I was just like, okay, like I'm going to listen to my intuition. For some reason, it right. really does not want me to do acid. And it was like, but you can do shrooms. And so I was called my friend. I was like, I'm going to give you guys my, my tab. I'd rather would do shrooms. And so I did the shrooms and the whole story of that was really funny and intense in its own way. But long story short, what ended up happening was I went through a really spiritual, like it was like a spiritual hallucinogenic dream, like where I saw how like yeah. the world operates. I saw my spiritual body. I saw like my spirit being taken care of by other light beings. And I saw like little glimpses of um, other lives that I might've lived. And I felt myself, like my trip started out with me feeling like I was a bug crawling through dirt. Like, and then I felt like a flower. Then I felt like the sun, like I just became all That's of these beautiful. things. Yeah. And then, then the trip ended with me realizing this was amazing and I needed this. But the last message that the drug left me with was, but you don't need to come back here again. And yeah. it was like, we've given you what we want to give you, but you don't need to come back here again. Everything you want on your spiritual path, you can continue to accomplish without us. So it really that's felt so like beautiful. I was relieved, yeah. you know, and that's the same with my, my journey with weed, like weed also, I had to stop smoking because we said like, I have taken care of you through your depression, but 
in order for you to get to your next phase in life, you don't need to smoke me anymore. And it's like, you need to let me go so that you can continue to evolve spiritually. And the moment I let it go, like my spiritual path just skyrocketed and I I started to go places that I could not have gone. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like people think like substances are necessary for um, like spirituality and stuff like that. I, I want to be one of those people that's like, it's not necessary. Although I do think if it's calling to you, you should definitely go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, uh, like I used to take marijuana when um, just like with friends to explore it. Cause I knew it wasn't like necessarily that bad, but um, yeah. yeah, like it didn't really, I didn't like nothing happened. And mostly I just got scared. Like I got more and more paranoid. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But what I would feel right doing at the time when I'm high was like just writing. And I thought Mm. I was like a visual artist. I thought like I like expressing things through images, but I literally just sat down and I love the one thing I love doing is like just like typing everything that my brain is going through because I need to remember later on what I saw and what I was thinking and like what is getting downloaded through me and like after I um I got in really deep into like the law of attraction early like 2019 because I wanted my life circumstances to change I wanted like a job so I could be stable and like have an apartment of my own and like I I did everything in my power to like manifest those things so because I'm like if there's a method to go there why not like use it um but I, I like manifestation gets tiring I can't always do it right now I've let it go but at that time I was and in order to manifest like you have to be so like positive you have to be so like up there like yes I believe it's gonna happen even if you see signs that like nothing is gonna work you're like no get out of my like Mm -hmm. I was gonna say a curse word but like (laughs) um (laughs) like you're wrong like I know that it's gonna happen no matter what because I believe it so fully um I believe like God loves me unconditionally so if my desire is aligned with what it wants me to have, then blah, blah, blah. Um, So yeah, at those times when I took marijuana, it was like, it was like, I, I'm a very sensitive person. So I basically was tripping, like not visually too much, but everything, every other sense was so open to it all. And I understood so much. I understood all the love that I have in my life and I understood how much like how alike everybody is Mm. um I got my one of my major like theory downloads which is the abstract spectrum which like I cannot stop talking about anymore because I'm like obsessed with it um and then there's this other one that I have about spiritual centers which is like around the world there's like centers where like there's pinpoints where energy is more dense and God gives downloads much more heavily like i i think i'm not going to say all of them but i do think um like the himalayas there's a mountain where shiv sits on um shiva in hinduism Mm -hmm. so that's one and surrounding that because it's it's the himalayas and like everest is quite tall like there's something about the geography and there's something about like how far the culture of hinduism and buddhism and how far the philosophies have spread that like that's one of the strongest centers Mm -hmm. um i sound like i have a lot of ego when i say that but that's just like 
I can confirm from my own um, history that like mm-hmm. I do think that's one. And then, yeah, so that's just one of the downloads I had. Um, and knowing that, like one time I was in a car with my friend and in, and the Uber driver, right? So mm-hmm. they seemed to be not getting along. And somehow like words flowed that was like, you know, you everybody is so similar like we people have more in common than we actually believe yeah um yeah like all these words flows flowed and I was like wait like I'm meant to do work like this I'm meant Mm -hmm. to bring people together and show them their commonalities and like show them how the root of everything is the same like it's just amazing I mean I don't I have no point to all of this but I'm saying that like I think when it's time I allow the the plant medicine of marijuana to take over my body and like allow me to understand what I need to at that moment. Yeah. Because um, yeah. before that, when I would get par- paranoid, um, I, I wasn't really sure. Like I was very much more scared about marijuana, even though I knew it was harmless, but that's why I was even more confused that why am I getting paranoid? And then one of my friends told me it's that that plant takes over your body. Like you're allowing it permission if you fully um, consent to it, taking over your body and going throughout your bloodstream, that's when you have the best experience and when you trust it and love it unconditionally. Yeah. So, yeah. And I like what <laughs> Jenny, yeah. Jenny Gotra, the medicine travels the part of your conscience that needs it. That is exactly it. You know, like the earth and the things of the earth are not meant to hurt you. And it's not bad to eat food. It's not bad to, you know, drink and do all these things. The bad part comes in when you overuse. It's the overuse of eating food and the overuse of drinking and the overuse of smoking that causes the pain. And when you use things tastefully, you eat until your body is nourished. You might drink alcohol to taste the sweetness of like the, of a, the beauty, the beauty that a grape can provide, you know, and mm-hmm. like you might be called to smoke something in order to, for your mind to connect you with a different part of consciousness that, that exists. Those yeah. things are used tastefully. And so, yeah, it's like all of that. There's so much beauty in the world and that I love how this all wraps into what this conversation is about with the merging the polarities, you know, yeah. like, there is no problem in this or that. It's the overuse that can cause the pain. But when you use things tastefully and you follow your intuition, allow it to take you on whatever path and whatever journey it's looking for, like to enlighten you, to grow you spiritually, then that is where all the beauty in your life really is. And yeah, uh, yeah. so while we're getting close to the end of our conversation and I want to quickly open the floor to anyone, if anyone wants to ask any questions to Gayatri or I um, or me about anything, this is your opportunity. You can either put it in the comments or use the question mark with this this, um, rectangles at the bottom of the screen. But we've also covered a lot of ground, so. Yeah. Yeah, someone says here, setting an intention before you enjoy the flower can help with paranoia, having a point of focus with the journey. Exactly. It is all about intention at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you want to uh, say now anything? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say anything as a, you know, an ending note? Um, I think that I used to think the purpose of life is satisfaction and I no longer think that because I feel now that the purpose of life is 
evolution, spiritual evolution, and it doesn't have to be spiritual, but our purpose is ultimately growing and expanding. And in any way, in any form that we learn to do that, that's what's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone asked, Amanda asked, what's considered overuse? So from my personal experience, I would say that what I considered overuse was I would literally not be able to go a day without ending it with smoking. Like I was never a wake and baker, but smoking became such a part of my regular routine that I would end my day with smoking a little bit. And I, that was just like, I was like, this is just my routine. This is just what I do. And then when it came down to it, then mm-hmm. I had to ask myself, okay, but then like, if it's just your routine, it's just what you do. How would your life look if you just didn't do it for like a week? Would you be okay? I have to really ask myself that, like, would you be okay if you stopped doing this? Or would you feel like, oh, but it's what I do. I mustn't stop. So if you're able to really genuinely be like, okay, I could genuinely just like stop smoking for like a month and everything would be chill. And my life, like my life quality would not change. Like the thing is, I feel like substances and food and things like that should not change your life quality. If you feel like eating too much would some like not eating as much as you want and not eat like and eating instead just to fill your body and nourish your body would would kind of diminish your the value of your life then that's a problem if you think that if you didn't smoke every day that your value in your day would go down then that's a problem if you think that you can't drink alcohol yeah non-attachment exactly so it's all about connecting yourself and the best way to test that would be if there's a, something in your life that you feel you can't go without, test yourself by seeing if I stopped doing this thing or this habit for, I don't know, like two weeks, how would I react? Am I attached to this substance? Have I allowed it to become a, an integral part of my life and forgotten the fact that my spirit can access this wisdom in other ways as well? Or Am I just, you know, using it as however spirit calls me to? So it's all about listening to yourself and finding out what works for you personally, I think. But that is how I saw it. For me, I realized that I was using marijuana as a crutch and was not allowing myself to see myself in the eyes of my sobriety. And I was like, I want to fall in love with the sober me to really prove to myself that I don't need something to show me how to love myself, you know? Very true. Yeah. It goes back to like the not identifying. Um, yeah. Yeah. Non attachment. When something becomes your identity, uh, y- you just become more attached to it. Like you yeah. do it every night, or like I journal every night. Even something positive, there's yeah. a saying um, too much of a good thing is also a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Because then you start identifying and it goes back to um, spiritual materialism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like that journaling balance. every night is good. But then if one night you miss your journaling session and then, yeah, the then you hate you're yourself. Like, oh my God, how could I? Yeah. Then that's I know. When you know you got a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> okay. So let's read some of the last comments before we go out. Liv says, I really like your story about reaching the threshold of a certain life practices and attitude. Yes. You know. Sometimes you just got to go wherever life takes you and then do it with awareness and circle back again. Uh, Black Lady Tarot says, yes, everyone's use is personal, but I do think it's okay for people who may need the plan to be kind to themselves as long as they are aware. Yes, do it, you know, use it mm-hmm. carefully and be kind to yourself and all of that. 
but then I feel like you can also, the thing is taking the lessons that that substance has to give you and then learning to implement it in your daily life. Like it might be helping you be kind to yourself, but then take that lesson and see if you can implement it without that drug being there. That is when you know that the lesson has truly been learned. So that is my personal um, view on that. Just to test it. Exactly. I mean, like, why not? Like, why not? That, I mean, yeah, you might have like some tiny emotional withdrawal or something, but if, just to test it out, to test your strength, and even not in a harsh way, but that's a way of growing too. Like, see what you can cut out and minimize in order to like, who am I truly? Like, I am not these yeah. items. I'm not these habits. I don't need them. I choose them, but yes. they're not me. Yeah, exactly. And all right, that's it. And Amanda says, you guys are beautiful. You're beautiful as well. Thank you Thank guys you. all so much. I'm so happy that we have this conversation. This was really fun and I can't wait to upload it. I'm going to be putting it up. It's going to be available on Spotify and iTunes on Tuesday latest. And I will let Gayatri know so that she can let her followers know um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. This was such a fun conversation. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I had a All lot right. of fun. Thank you so much. All right. Sending you guys lots of love, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. What a pleasure it has been to be able to share this message with you today. I really look forward to our many more conversations down the line, and I encourage you to continue to walk in your own truth every single moment of the day. To find out more about me and what I do, you can go to my website, anythingiwant.com, that's E-N-I-thingiwant.com, and you can also follow me on Instagram where I post daily content, motivational, creative, whatever I feel called to do, and I just really share my, my journey with you guys as candidly as possible, just so we really understand that we don't have to walk through this life alone. We are meant to be here for each other, and This is what soul family and anything I want is all about. All right, sending you guys so much love and I look forward to talking with you in the next episode.